Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. back with you folks and uh, we're just so honored to continue on with Psalm 37 and we, we were talking yesterday about trusting God believing in God knowing his situation and, and uh, or knowing our that he knows our situation we committed our way to him we rested in him and uh, you know there's so much in God that we don't take advantage of Stephanie so with me as always is my dear friend uh, co-host Stephanie Wesco so Stephanie what's going on with you Good morning, Doug. Um, well, I'm excited um, that we have the privilege of doing more of these podcasts this morning and praying that God will use this to be a blessing and encouragement to those who are listening. You know, I look forward to our podcast every day, Monday through Friday. I get excited about them. Uh, man, when they come, I look forward to it. You know, I look forward to my walk. I try to walk five miles and uh, the first podcast I listen to is ours. It's a, I think that it's a great Bible study for me. It reminds me of what we went through and what we've done so and, and things like that. So it's kind of fun for me. So what's going on with the Wesco kids? So you celebrated Steffi's birthday, which is on Christmas. So you had a baby on Christmas. That's kind of weird. But anyway, uh, hey. so you celebrated. Well, no, I mean, it's just kind of weird for Christmas Day. But it's, what a present, huh? And, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I had asked the Lord that she would be born Christmas Day. You know, some people are gluttons for punishment. They want the big dinner. They want the big party. The other kids are like, can we open our gifts? It's like, mommy's in the hospital. You know, she's having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah. But did you have your we hand later Christmas. Did you? When, um. That's a good question. I know Charles went and got um, some Christmas dinner, I think, if I remember right. Um, I don't remember if I if what I ate that day, I'll be honest with you. Well, you know, you gave birth to this huge projectile kid and uh, <laughs> so <laughs> she was actually she was actually she was only seven thirteen or fourteen, so she was smaller. Well, you're not exactly the biggest human being to be giving birth to a seven-pound, thirteen-ounce baby. I'm just pointing. Well, out. she was small. Cause, I mean, Joe was ten pounds, so. Yeah, it was. It's all head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to play that for Joe. Uh, so you have a baby on Christmas Day, man. We need to write a song about that. Uh, yeah, we need to write a Christmas song. I had a real good one. Uh, you did, and, and I, I never even got to hear it. Because I, it was deleted on my phone, because I put so much stuff on my phone, I delete things. Uh, Very sad. It is sad, but, you know, we're going to get back to writing music. We're going to, you know, we need to get back in the routine, Stephanie. And, you know, here we are talking to our people, our folks, our tribe, our extended tribe, and telling them to get motivated, do the right thing, to take their Claritin. Uh, and here we are. <laughs> 
And we've got a couple songs we haven't even worked on yet. Man, what is that all about? I don't know. We we got to get motivated in 2021, my friend. But uh, anyway. We pumped out. We pumped out. We just haven't done but we actually pumped out quite a few songs. We've had a good year of songs. Yeah. Uh, I love my worship song that became a hymn. Uh, that's that's turned out <laughs> to one of my favorites. And uh, I think that's a beautiful song. And, and I think all the music we do is beautiful in the, in the way you play the piano. And I just want to recognize as we're entering 2021 that... Uh, you do a real awesome job on your side of this ministry, the podcast, and on your side of the ministry, the songs. And I want to publicly acknowledge that you're a good human being and you do a good job and you've lost a bunch of weight and you look good and your kids are good. There's a knucklehead or two once in a while, but everybody's got them. And you got a great dog. And uh, uh, I just wanted to recognize all that, that you're doing a good job. No, thank you. I'm not sure how much of that is true, but thank you. Well, did you or did you not lose 35 pounds this year? In that vicinity, yeah. I've lost almost 35 since, what, September? And your kids are happy. The dog is happy. Your friends are happy. I mean, we were we were messed over this year, but so everybody that's listening to us was messed over in one way or yeah. another this year. I mean, people stink. Thank God for God, you know. Half the population yeah. are knuckleheads. You know that. I mean, maybe more. You know, the, the only good news is our extended tribe, they're not knuckleheads. The people listen to this podcast, they're extremely intelligent, articulate, educated. I believe, I believe they're the best crowd out there. You know what I'm saying? But anyway... <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're on Psalm 37. When you think of Psalm 37, I mean, what comes to your mind immediately? Well, um, probably the the phrase that comes to my mind first when I when I hear Psalm 37 mentioned is verse seven: "Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him." That's the phrase that seems to be the one that comes to my mind when I hear Psalm 37 mentioned. Yeah, yeah, and wait. Wow, that's Which a good I'm one. Which I'm not good at. No, I don't think, I've never met anybody that I would call patient. I've never met anybody that's a picture of patience. I really haven't. Uh, I went to school when I was younger, you know, at the beginning of high school. She moved away, but there was a girl in our class who probably was the closest to being laid back and patient out of anybody I ever met in my life. But I have no idea where she went because she's so laid back and patient, she didn't keep up with anybody and... I'll be honest with you. I was like 14. You know, I got no idea what happened. she moved. Her dad was in the Navy. Uh, but I just don't see people who are pictures of patience. But anyway, today. So I want to start with 13 again, Stephanie. We're going to let Stephanie read today and we're going to go through uh, 27. So we're going to read verses 13 through 27, Stephanie. And if you'd be kind enough as I lose my voice to go ahead and read that to us, I'd appreciate it. Sure. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword, and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy, and to slay such as be of upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, 
but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. Mm. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume into smoke, shall they consume away. The wicked borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful, and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Amen. Depart from evil, and do good, and dwell forevermore. Amen. I, I, there are so many verses that just jump out to you. You know, we're all familiar with that verse. I have not seen the, the righteous forsaken, nor the seed begging bread. Years ago, a guy wrote a song about that. And But I, I think as we go through this and we look at this, you know, Psalm uh, 37, verse number 18, just jumps out and slaps me. For the Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. You know, he gets away from present time. He's going forever and ever. He's talking eternity here. You know, we serve a God that has the eternal blessings that he puts upon us. And, you know, so as you were reading this, Stephanie, a few things came to mind. And we started again with that verse, the Lord will laugh at them. But then right away there in 14, the wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their uh, bow to cast the poor and the needy and to slay such as be of an upright conversation. And the, the wicked, man, they come after you with the sword, Stephanie. They're coming after us. and But we have a God that casts them down, that, that takes care of them, that gets rid of them. And now, did it ever mess you up that the word bow and bow are, spe are spelt the same way? Has that ever messed you up? Um, it doesn't now. I'm sure it did when I was younger in school. Well, and that may be my problem. Maybe I'm still young at heart, but that messes me up. You know, it's like sheep. <laughs> it's that same kind of thing. It just, it, it, I don't think we should use the same word for two words. I don't care for that. I just wanted to share that with you. But that's anyway. That's the English language. That's how the English language works. And that's like why read and read. Yeah. When I learned German, you have to learn like 600,000 uh, 600, new words or something. It's just crazy. They, have, they put gender on words. They put situation on words. They put stuff on words. I mean, it's it's all over the place. And uh, But anyway, so the sword shall enter into their own heart. Now, doesn't that feel good to you? Uh, and their bows shall be broken. And we need to know that God's got the, the battle is the, let it say in first Samuel or something that the battle is the Lord's. And, uh, yes. I, I think that's what it's saying here. Uh, yes. a little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of the wicked of the many wicked. Think about that. You know, we get jealous, we get worked up, we get freaked out. We get and this whole section's talking about how much we have. And, you know, sometimes we look at the wicked people and we say, wow, but here's God saying, you know, the, what the wicked have, it doesn't matter. The little that you have is eternal. I mean, what do you feel about that? What, what do you think about that? 
Yeah, I think there's um, Charles used to, well, I've said this many times, his main message he preached was on living for eternity. And um, one of his main messages that and pretty much he could have been the spokesman for the ministry of wounded spirits because that was the heart cry of his other message, (laughs) Um, which I think is ironic, all things considered, um, of where God has us now. But um, he keeps preached often on living for eternity. Yeah. And the fact that we are either, we are either in our daily lives, through our daily decisions, we are laying up treasures in heaven or we are wasting the talents. We are wasting the gift of time that God gives us on things that will be burned up. Yep. And, um, and I'm not saying that means it's wrong to have fun or things like that, but where's our heart focus? Even in those times, is it that we love God? We want to glorify him. We want to magnify him. We want to be a salt and a light. Or are we just completely okay with, with being like the wicked, with looking like the wicked, with talking like the wicked, or are we set apart unto Christ in our actions? And um, verse 18, he says, the Lord knoweth the days of the upright. What does that mean? He knows the days of the upright. That's the condition there. What does being upright look like? You know, and, and I think of the psalm that says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The clean hands, the pure heart, the one that lifts not up the soul into vanity, nor swears deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing of the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. And where that's our focus, that's our heart cry is to be upright like that, to follow God's guidelines, to walk humbly, to love mercy, and to to follow God's guidelines that he's given us for what being upright is. is. It's not just what it looks like, it's what it is. It's the reality of of living that out in our lives. And when you do that, you're laying up the treasures in heaven, which results in you having that inheritance forever. And that's, that's pretty, we cool. have to do that through the eye of faith. Yeah. Um, because there's, there's days that that stinks yeah. here on earth. Yeah. But to and know. it doesn't look yeah. pretty, but to know that that's the promise from God. Yeah. For the arms of the wicked, she'll be broken. But the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance <clears throat> shall be forever. Hey, our promises are great. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as fat of lambs. They shall consume in the smoke, shall they consume away. The wicked borroweth and, <clears throat> and payeth not again, but the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. For such as he, blessed of him, shall inherit the earth, and they shall be cursed of him, shall be cut off. I mean, he's saying the wicked, they don't care. They don't pay the bills. They they spend every dime they can on loans and borrowing things and doing things, and then they don't pay. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and be delighteth in his way. Uh, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. 
in that verse, I have been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. I mean, he's pointing out right here that the wicked and the upright, there's a contrast going on here, Stephanie. And the contrast mm-hmm. is as big as the gap of, uh, of God is from the devil. It's real. It's a great yes. contrast. And we get to look forward to that. We get to live that. Uh, yes. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm sitting here looking at this, and, and, you know, that verse that says, uh, uh, a little that a righteous man have is better than the riches of many wicked. Remember that song, Little Is Much, When God Is yes. In It? Yeah. Man, I wonder if the songwriter wrote uh, wrote that after reading this verse. But I mean, doesn't it, isn't that what it's all about? To understand that this side, uh, this side comes with some sacrifice when we serve God. And, but from that, we get eternity. From that, uh, little is much. From that, uh, we're not begging for anything. Uh, we're not being forsaken. From that, uh, we get saved. I mean, isn't that, I mean, that's pretty awesome stuff, Stephanie. I mean, what are you thinking? Yes, I think that this this whole passage that we read boils down to the fact that God has promised in this chapter that the wicked, whatever they're doing, is going to end, period. Yeah. And... He gives us that hope, and then when he gives us that hope, he turns to what God is do- does for us. Every moment of every day, verse 23 through verse 26, yeah. spells out, he, he, like I said, I think at the end of the last podcast, he's like our Heavenly Father. When I read verse 23 and 24, um, I think it's because I have little children, and when we go on walks, uh, while you've experienced this with Emmy, either carrying them because they get tired, or you end up holding your hand, and with Emmy, you know, she gets two people to hold her hand, and then she turns them into their into her swing set, um, to, so that she gets a free ride. Um, but where she holds our hand, and then if we fall, when we fall, because we will fall because we're humans (laughs) yeah he's there um we're not a we're not utterly cast down because he upholds us and then david says my entire life it's what he's pretty much saying i've been young and now i'm old Mm. but i've never seen god forsake his people yeah that's pretty great he's merciful his seed is blessed and you know that if you're a child of God, you're a part of his seed. Mm -hmm. And you're a part of the body of Christ. And because of that, you are blessed. It is a statement. And because of that, verse 27, depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. You have that, you can have that confidence. It gives us that confidence. It gives us that boldness we need when we focus on who God is to us to depart from evil. Why would I want any part of the wicked? 
when God's just gotten done telling me what he's going to do to them, when he's just told me what their end is, why would I want anything to do with that? When I've seen the contrast of what God promises yeah, is the inheritance of his children and his seed versus and the inheritance is the awesome. Lot of the wicked. Yeah, it's not yes. like what the wicked get. I mean, you know, something happened. We all die. And that's the toughest thing that anybody probably will go through in their life besides losing loved ones. I think it might be easier <clears throat> for a saved person to go to heaven than to lose a loved one. Um, but we're all going to die. And, and what goes with us? I mean, this is promising uh, eternity. This is promising taking care of us. This is promising all those things we need. This is promising, uh, you know, this is good stuff right here. Uh, this is saying, listen, little is much with you guys. I got you covered. You've never been forsaken. Uh, the wicked people, I'm going to break their arms. I'm going to do these things to them. And But you, you're okay. So accept Jesus Christ, move on, uh, know that the wicked are going to come after us, know that the wicked are going to lie, know that the wicked live in a different dispensation because they don't have one. It's not a godly one. Know that the wicked got a different set of rules. Know that the wicked are out to make you look bad. Know that the wicked's responsibility is to be an angel of the devil, not to be an angel of light. Know that the wicked lives a different life. Even Christians who are saved, and, and we've talked about preachers who are knuckleheads. We've talked about people who aren't doing the right things. Uh, they live for a different God, and that's just the reality of it. Uh, they serve a different God than I serve. And uh, yeah. so, so knowing that, you know, people can be saved and be serving the devil. I hate to say that, Stephanie, but we've seen it. We've yeah. seen people. Well, yeah. It goes back to that passage um, in Ephesians 4 that we talked about yesterday um, where we have to make that choice. Yeah. We make the choice as believers. Ephesians is written to believers. And we make the choice to put off and put on. And I know in the back of the Wounded Spirits books, um, which you can find those on Amazon, um, if you want to get, you know, that's probably the easiest way is to order one off Amazon. But I love in the back of the Wounded Spirits book, um, or we can send one to you, we have the put off, put on principles. And I know that'll be in some of the new books coming up um, yeah. that are going to be released. That putting off, putting on principle is the basis it's so much of the Christian life. It's the basis of the Christian armor. You cannot put on the Christian armor if you have if you have not taken off the old man. You yeah. cannot put the Christian armor on top of the old man. You have to take the old man. You have to take that that clothing, so to speak, off to put on the clothing of Christ. To put on the Christian armor, and the putting on the Christian armor is the only way you will be able to live the Christian life yeah. with any confidence, with any boldness. That's right. It's the only way you can fight the spiritual battle we're in. And we are in, I mean, we've always been in a spiritual battle. I think we've just, Christians for so long have. We need to put on God. The bottom morphed. line is we, we need yes. to put on God every single day. We need to put on God. We need to put on God. Apostle Paul said, I die daily to the things of this world. Why are these people, why are these people acting like knuckleheads? Why are they spreading rumors? Why are they listening to things? Why are they lying? Why are they talking about us? Because they're ungodly. They're not putting on God. Yeah, well, and, and, and you, and they're choosing to give place to the devil. But 
we need to choose to give place to God. And so the practical side of this is uh, we need to choose to give place to God. We need to choose to take these words. We need to trust. We need to step out. We need to uh, give it to God. Every single day, our life needs to be about God. If we're going to get anything from this podcast today, we need to choose that this day is going to be about God. We need to choose until the next podcast, until the next day we all get together again, to give that day to God. And that's a conscious decision every single day. It's a decision that happens when we wake up. When we roll out of bed, the first thing we should do, or maybe even before we get out of bed, is that prayer, God, be with us today. God, yes. we need you. God, help us get through this stuff. God, we, we, we can't get through this without you. We need your help. We need to do these things. And if we follow those things, and so we've talked, you know, Stephanie and I are on a health program, and I'm kind of past it. I'm actually a health coach now. And, and uh, But as we went through the program and as we do these things, if we followed the rules, we reaped the benefits. If we had the fuelings, if we had the lean and green meal, if we did the motion, if we, if we did all those things, Stephanie, we reaped the benefits. Well, Christians, the practical side of this is Stephanie gets ready to do little as much. Uh, the practical side of this is you got to do that with God. You got to make that choice. It's, it was no different than the health program I was on. I, I lost 60 pounds in 69 days or 68 days or something silly like that, 63 days. I don't know. But it was a choice I had to make every day that I'm going to eat these five fuelings, that my lean and green meal is going to match the specs. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to make a difference. And, and see, with God, it's the same thing, brethren. You need to make a decision today. My dear brothers, my dear sisters, you need to make a decision now that this day is for God. This day, I'm going yeah. to be kind. This day, I'm going to be generous. This day, I'm going to worry a little more about my spouse. This day, I'm, I'm going to be a little better with my kids. This day, I'm going to be better with my brothers and sisters. You know, Maybe I'll call mom and dad today. I don't know what it is or how it is, but we got to be making a conscious decision and we got to step out. And I think that's where it's at. And I think that's the practical side. And, and Stephanie's going to do a verse for us of a great song. We didn't write it, but we recommend it. Little is much. And you got that down, Stephanie? I have the, the words looked up here. Oh, praise God. In the harvest field now ripen, there's a work for all to do. Hark, the master's voice is calling to the harvest calling you. Little is much when God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. Hey, friends, can we tell you something? The Lord understands your situation. He knows what's going on. He's going to take care of the wicked. Live for today. Give this day to God. Give every day to God. Make your choices and listen to every word of this. We sure do love you, folks. Look us up on Helpful Wounded Spirits. We'd love to hear from you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, 
Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.